0: Modeling Success is here to attack building brand awareness for brand ambassadors and all entrepreneurs. So if you are feeling stuck or simply looking to grow and scale your business, let's dive right in. This episode is brought to you by Talent Book. Talent Book Masterclass are courses to help brand ambassadors grow and scale in the industry. Teachings from a talent booking expert on how to get into the business, overcome obstacles that happen out in the field. As well as grow and scale in the industry. If you are looking to join the upper echelon of brand ambassadors, get selected over your competition and booked consistently, or learn how to reach the goal in the industry you are striving for, visit tbmasterclass.com, enter promo code Modeling Success for 35% off your certification now. You can join the upper echelon of brand ambassadors with TB Masterclass certification by visiting tbmasterclass.com and a promo code modeling success for 35% off and get certified today. Welcome back to Modeling Success. I am your host, Ryan Donatelli, and today we have with us Charles Hopkins, and we are going to break down not only a couple tips on your taxes so you can remember the do's and don'ts as we approach tax time. We're also going to talk about 10x business advisors and how to grow and scale your business. Hello, Charles. Thank you for joining us.
1: Hello, Ryan. How are you?
0: So good. It's so good to see you, and thank you for joining us today. I appreciate it. Your knowledge is super impactful, and I feel selfish keeping some of these secrets to myself. I'm honored to be here. Thank you for the invite. So as we dive in, it's tax time, and we need to talk about some of the things that 1099 contractors need to avoid and just a couple quick tips on things to remember as they're filing their taxes this year, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yep, there are some key things you want to consider before the filing deadline. And I know we have about two weeks left. However, if you're not done, you can still get done on time if you have a few key things in place. So I can definitely let them know about those few things.
0: Well, what are they? You can't just keep that to yourself right now. Tell us the tips. (laughs) (laughs) Dive in.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Five steps how to be IRS bulletproof. So this is a lot of people are afraid of an audit and no one wants to get audited because that's no fun. But how do you go about avoiding an audit for sure? So number one, uh, so before before I number it, the more steps you take towards legitimacy, the more airtight, the more bulletproof you're going to be when it comes to facing an audit. So what do I mean? So steps number 1, uh, do you have an LLC or a DBA? Have you registered your business name? Right? Your business is like a person. It's just like a baby. You want to name your baby and get your baby a social, like you know, a birth certificate. So same thing with your business. You get it a name certificate and you get a you get a social, which is an EIN, employer identification number. With those two things, your business, your baby business can then open up a business bank account. So uh, you want to get that business bank account going, and then once you have the business bank account, this is where the magic happens. So that now you take your business bank account and you get, uh, you want to get an accounting software like QuickBooks or Wave Accounting. Wave Accounting is just like QuickBooks, but it's free. So I would recommend that one. So you go to WaveApps.com. And then you can get the you can get Waves accounting software pr- for free, and so what happens is this is this part is really neat. You connect your business bank account to your accounting software, and what's going to happen is your software is going to import all your transactions automatically. So that means anytime you have a bill from AT and T, you categorize it one time. You t- it's going to say what is this? You're going to say that's that's my utilities, that's cell phone. You're like okay, so then. Another thing comes in, hey, this is Chili's. What is that? That's meals. And so every month is going to automatically remember that category and it's going to do your work for you. And the reason why that's important is if you have accounting, your accounting up to date, you're going to have something called financial statements. And those statements are what the bank is going to look for whenever they want you want to get a loan. So just say you want to buy a home, just say you want to qualify for a business loan. Remember these PPP loans and EIDL loans? Basically, the government was giving free money to business owners. You couldn't really take advantage of that unless you had your financial statements. So this is going to help get you that. So um, also one one key to making all of this work is you have to make sure to put only business expenses in your business account uh, from your business account, and all your money you earn from business. Make sure you deposit that into the business account. If you do that, you'll create an electronic paper trail that is admissible in court. Like that would be just as good as if you had your receipts. So those are four steps so far. And number five, number five is literally just stay consistent. So it's going to get times where you're going to get tired of kind of keeping up with things. You're going to get tired of, uh, you know, I don't, you know, I don't have time to do any of this. If you make time even once a week, you know, or once a month to just go back and review your transactions, I promise you, it's going to make a world of difference, especially you're going to want to buy a home. You're going to need to buy a car. You're going to need to buy things that require lending. And if you're able to take advantage uh, by doing the things that were difficult when you needed it, it's going to be a lot easier. So it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like an umbrella. It's a lot easier to stay dry whenever you have an umbrella. And if you have no umbrella and it starts raining, well, you're definitely going to get wet. So Stay dry.
0: (laughs) For at least a little bit, right? And you also want to monitor the the pre-categorized items because sometimes I know in QuickBooks, they get fancy and they think they know it sometimes and categorize a suggestion for you. So reviewing all of your transactions just monthly can help you stay ahead and on point with your books.
1: That's it, Ryan. You got it.
0: So what about mileage? What is the rule now? You've been a CPA for a while. And what is the rule on mileage for 1099 contractors? Are we able to write off miles from our job? Is it only from once you get to work, the jobs that you go to once you're there? So meaning you get to work on your own to the first event in our world, and then you can write off the transition times between those of miles. But how does it work and um, how can or are you allowed to be reimbursed for mileage as a 1099 contractor?
1: It's a great question, great question. So one one thing that a lot of people don't realize is when you're a 1099 contractor, even though most people are operating in their own name, so I'm just going to say, you know, I'm just going to say Jane Johnson. So, you know, so Jane Johnson is operating as her own name. You, she can also open up a Jane Johnson LLC, by the way, and formalize that. So, when you're when you're a contractor, you're the same as a business owner. So, still take those steps towards legitimacy. So when it comes to mileage, so what you want to do in order to be able to write off all your business miles is you establish your you want to establish a home base. Where's your home office? So if you create an office out of your current apartment or your current home, the beauty of that is that that is your first point of contact. So the IRS says you can write off mileage as long as you're going from business to business. So commuting doesn't count. Commuting miles don't count, which means if you're going from your place to work. But as a business owner, you don't have just a a set place to work. Your home office is your home base. So if you set that up properly, every single trip you take from your home could be the start of your business miles deductions. And one way to keep up with that, you know, we're in a digital era. I don't recommend people have an actual physical mileage log. Keep a book in your car with a pen and paper you know it's it's going to be a lot and most people won't keep up with that but if you go to something called an app called Mile IQ Mile IQ it is going to keep all of your uh, your mileage for you so it's literally every single trip you take every trip is going to be there just in a list you swipe left for business you swipe right for personal and i mean you'd be all set
0: And thank goodness for those apps because the government or an IRS audit will ask to see the mileage log and they want your start miles and they want the end miles. That mileage log is very valuable to you and your books, um, which is in addition to QuickBooks. So this is a separate thing that you have to do for your miles. And again, it needs to match your odometer reading. So, I think that is the one thing the IRS tries to go for that they find attractive, you know, in any audit, first and foremost, because of, you know, people don't typically do the pen and paper like they used to. So, thank goodness for the apps like Mile IQ. So, thank you for recommending that because I was wondering if there was a new one. Okay. So, we've got our mileage log, we have our write offs, all of our business expenses. Talk to your personal CPA about what expenses can be categorized as write-offs and what categories they fall under in the line of work that you're in. Um, I know in our world, if you have to buy black shorts, for instance, as part of the uniform that's required, and that's something you purchase, that can be a perfect example of a write-off and you only wear those shorts for work. What about 1099 contractors that do not have an LLC? So if you do not have an LLC,
1: that is as okay. You're not doomed. But um, it's just kind of like, uh, you know, at one point you didn't have a cell phone and then you realize the need for one. And now now you're never being without one again. That's that's what I that's what I would say to getting an LLC or at least a DBA. Register your name, because not only will it help in an IRS audit, but a lender will take you more seriously as well. And why do I keep talking about lenders? We just kind of saw what happened in 2019 when the pandemic hit. There was mandatory government shutdowns. What ends up happening is, you know, there are the instances where your businesses, you're just going to need money, some capital. And in order to get that, the more steps you take towards legitimacy, the more likely you are to get funded.
0: Well, I think it's important, too, as a 1099 contractor, you still can write off expenses. I always used an Excel sheet and did it by month and category and kept track of every individual expense on an Excel sheet and then put my receipts in an envelope for that month. So that way, if anything ever happened, I was able to hand over proof. Of all of my credit card transactions via receipt that matched my Excel sheet that I kept up to date with, instead of doing everything at the end of the year.
1: That's right. That's right. That's that's great, Ryan. And actually, there is a there's a shortcut to that as well. The Excel spreadsheets. Would you Would you like to hear it?
0: Absolutely. You keep holding back on us. We gotta know these are the tips and tricks, right?
1: Uh, yes, absolutely. The tips and tricks. Okay, perfect. So this is the shortcut. So just say. The year's already over, right? You've already earned your money and you've already spent your money. Now you need to file your taxes. But guess what? You were busy and you didn't get to keep your accounting records up to date, nor did you even get an accounting or QuickBooks set up yet. So now what do you do? So here's the beauty of it. In this day and age, everything is digital. Almost everything is at your fingertips if you just know where to go. This is how you get something equivalent to having receipts directly from your bank account. So right now I'm imagining you probably have a personal bank account that you're spending personal and business items out of there. A lot of people do. And so you're not alone. However, that is also not the best way to to go long-term. But like they say, the best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago. The second best time is right now. So I'm going to encourage you right now to do this. To get your name, get your DBA or LLC registered. And what that's going to do is allow you to have your business name on the bank account. That way, when the IRS looks at it, um, they can make sure to give you credit for all of your expenses. Because what I'm going to recommend to you is going to be very important to have this part set up first, because if you don't and you get audited, it doesn't mean you can't win, but it does mean it will be tough. It will be tough. So anytime you intermingle personal and business funds together, the IRS can then say, hey, you can't use any of these expenses now unless you prove us with an actual receipt. And that's where it's like, okay, well, hey, if you bought something on Amazon, yeah, they're going to have digital receipts. You put something on Walmart, digital receipts. Most places are going to have it. Go to a restaurant, probably not. Um, It'll just save you a ton of time. So here's what you do. So what you do... If you haven't kept up with your accounting, but now you want to now you need to get the information to file your taxes, you do this. You go to your uh, bank account, ideally your business bank account, but you go to your bank account if it's all in your personal bank account now. And you click on your checking ca- account for example, and you scroll to where you can see the first line of your transactions, where it'll say like if you swipe your card at Starbucks, it'll say Starbucks, uh, and it'll say the amount or if you went to Target, it'll say Target and the amount. Right at the top of that line, usually you'll see something towards the right or in the middle that says download. Now, it may say download, or it may just have an arrow pointing downward with a line underneath it. So, like a downward pointing arrow with a line, like, immediately underneath that arrow. And when you click on that, it's going to say, what date range do you want? So, what you can do, you're literally going to be downloading... All of your transactions from the previous year, and you get to say, "Hey, download transactions from January 1st of 2022 to December 31st, 2022." And what that's going to do is going to give you every single transaction on a spreadsheet. Uh, Every bit of money that came in, every bit of money that was spent, is all going to be there. Now, what you want to do is sort that list. um, You know, according to your description, and you can Google how to sort a list in Excel, and you just sorted it in alphabetical order. And what's going to happen is all your target transactions are going to come together. All your Walmart is going to come together. All your Amazons. So instead of scrolling through line by line and picking out, all right, here was ATT, All right, here was Target. Here was Amazon. All right, this month, here was AT&T again. Here was Target. Here was Amazon. It's going to put all your stuff together so that it's going to be a lot easier for you to see how much you spent in each category.
0: Absolutely. And then they can take all those expenses, put them in proper categories with their CPA and discuss what is a write-off and what is not a write-off, right?
1: You're exactly right. It has to be a qualified business expense. You, you've got it right. you got the nail right on the head. Would you like to know what makes exactly. a qualified business
0: expense? Oh, more, dropping more bombs. Tell us, Charles.
1: <laughs> okay. Awesome. So a lot of people ask me, ask me that. That's probably the number one question. Hey, what can I write off? I'm a 1099- What can I write off now? Well, guess what? You can write off, well, here's the IRS's definition and then you think about what what this means. So you can write, the IRS says, what makes a valid business expense is if something is ordinary and necessary in your trade or business. So what does that mean? Ordinary and necessary. So let's take a writing pen. Most people can agree that a writing pen is ordinary and necessary in most businesses. So they'd say, hey, a writing pen is a valid write-off. Well, if you go out and get a 24-karat gold writing pen, no, though it's necessary to have a pen, it's not ordinary Then its 24-karat gold. So then the IRS would be like, hmm, that's not a valid write-off. Now, so the beauty in this is that the IRS code is written very subjectively, which means anytime there's unclarity, if something is not said that it can't be, that means that you can, right? Uh, so what that means is if you have clients that uh, are like Tom Cruise, you know, maybe Oprah, uh, maybe people that, you know, Taylor Swift, people that expect a certain level of prestige and, you know, you can prove you work with high-end clients, well, guess what? A 24 karat gold pin could be considered ordinary. Does that make sense? So you still meet the ordinary and necessary criteria. So what am I saying? I am saying if you can find a case, Almost any and everything you can think of can be written off if you can find a valid use case for
0: it. Well, I would I would <laughs> I would definitely agree that Oprah would have no problem saying well, what other pen would you buy?
1: <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. <laughs> this is the only pen I use. <laughs> In our world, it's very common that you would need the internet because we have all of our bookings, for instance, on a you know, you have to log in online, and that would be your Wi-Fi at home, and that would also be your cell phone that you need to use while you're on property. So, those are two examples that would be proper write-offs for 1099 contractors.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. you hit the nail right on the head. So far, we've got the cell phones, the internet, um, the the island. You're right; those are some key areas. That, um, that most people will qualify for.
0: And what about health insurance? For those that are um, using their own personal health insurance because they do not have it from a company, is that also a write-off for 1099s?
1: It is. So your health insurance will be a write-off for 1099s as well. So that's pretty good. And if you if you ever did something where you even have employees, well, you would even get a 50% tax credit for having health insurance uh, for your employees as well. So there's a ton of um, options.
0: Okay, and one last question. You can be honest, cause it won't hurt my feelings. However, I do have to know, if you're a model, your hair expenses, your nails, how do we feel about those things as write-offs?
1: Absolutely, so if you get your nails done, if you get your, uh, your, your hair done, um, all of that—hair done, nails done, everything did right. Uh, if you get that, that's a song, by the way. <laughs> so if you get that,
0: <laughs> for those that don't know, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. Um. So if if you do that, the day of the shoot. So just say you have a shoot or you have you have a gig to attend, and it costs you for that, or you get your hair done a special way, and you know we can prove that that is for specific you know, that's for what you do, then yeah, that can be written off. Uh, can the makeup be Amazing. written off? Can the hair, the nails? Absolutely. Like if, especially in this career as a model, for sure. So now if one was talking about, you know, like, um, well, I guess even, even that would be, that would even be as well for uniform. So I was going to think of a scenario where it may not work, but no, If if you're doing this for work and, you know, this is what's required because I know some places require like a date ready. You have to be like, I think date ready. I don't know the terms.
0: Well for photo model ready. Yes. So for photo shoots, there is a glam squad. You do get your hair done. You do us, you know, get depends on the lighting, your makeup will need to be done, you know, because maybe you're not the best at certain items with different types of lighting. So absolutely. Um, i I've never personally written off my fingernails, but I do feel that you do have to prep for certain situations and there is a level of expectation when you show up. So I just had to ask. It wasn't personal. I was asking for a friend. Okay, so let's dive into the nitty gritty because now essentially all 1099 people listening are like, I'm going to go and create a business because that's a phenomenal idea. And now I own an LLC. I have my baby. My baby has its social security number, which is a great example that you used. And now I want to grow and scale my business, but I don't know where to start. And I know that you are the man behind 10X Business Advisor. So not only a CPA and in the trade for a while, but now we have 10X Business Advisor. So what is an opportunity for new business owners to grow and scale and learn how to even run a business, what it takes to run a business? I I, I mean, I don't know where to start. Oh my goodness. So what do we do? to uh, make sure that we grow this baby?
1: You gotta feed the baby. You got to feed the baby and not just junk food. You gotta give him some nutrients. And so what <laughs> nutrients for your for your baby business, right? It's going to involve processes. It's going to involve accountability. It's going to involve finances. Like, hey, keeping up with how much money is coming in because you need to know how much food is it gonna take to keep this, to keep this baby fed. <laughs> Because, you know, otherwise, um, you know, you, you can have a problem, right? A business is like a baby in that way. If it doesn't have enough predictable income coming in consistently, the business will starve. And, um, and ultimately, you'd have to shut that down and, you know, potentially have to do something else. And so part of your, the big, one of the biggest parts to make sure that your, your business will thrive is to um, know where your money is going. And so just keeping up with your accounting is a huge part, but I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say, we've got to get some money coming in. I mean- It's great to need to know what to do, to do with the money, but we, we need the money first, (laughs) right? (laughs) So, Charles, a 10X business advisor, is there, is there a starting point? Like, is there a good, you know, affordable course to maybe get your feet wet, try to get your mindset right and know what it's going to truly take to grow and scale your business in any, I mean, are there any clip notes? like what, What's out there with 10X Business Advisors that would be beneficial to new businesses?
1: Great question, Ryan. So when it comes to 10X Business Advisors, we have a plethora of different courses. One of the biggest courses I would recommend is something called the 10X Business Boot Camp. The 10X Business Boot Camp. So when you think about it, when a person goes into the Army, they put them through boot camp to get them in shape, to... Bring a person that comes in as they are and turn them into a well-conditioned, well-trained soldier. So this same thing helps you become a soldier for your business because most of the things, most people come in as they are, wherever your business is, and they say, hey, here's how most businesses fail. If you do X, Y, and Z, you won't fail, but you will start to excel. So it's a pretty, pretty amazing program, but 10X Business Bootcamp You can join that for only $500, super well worth it. They have them in Miami, they have them in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, You can even do virtual attendance, but well worth the cost for sure.
0: I have taken a business bootcamp and I will be honest and tell you, I have done business bootcamp five times. And what I love about Business Bootcamp is that the data is always current. So my prime example is pre-COVID, the amount of times that you have to contact someone to close a sale has drastically changed post-COVID. So what was eight points of contact to close a sale when most people quit after three? And I was completely that three person. I'm a CEO. I will follow up three times. What is this? You know, and I would quit. Yeah. And now I know it it takes more than that. And post COVID, the last boot camp I went to, the most current number was 33 points of contact. It takes to close a sale. They need to see you 33 times. And that means LinkedIn, you know, you can contact them on LinkedIn. Maybe the next day you tag them in a social media post. Maybe the next day it's an email and maybe you spread them out, you know, not day after day, but maybe you give it a little time in between whatever your style is that you can stand behind it. That's drastically different, but that's because of online competition now. And it could be a service-based business. It could be whatever it is. But at the end of the day, the data is current. And it also, what I love about bootcamp is it preps you for what's ahead instead of you learning the hard way.
1: You're exactly right. It preps you for what's ahead instead of you learning the hard way because experience, they say, is a good teacher, but it's not the best, right? Ideally, you want to learn from the mistakes of others, not only your own.
0: Well, that's only if you're willing to listen, right? And you have to make sure that the people you're listening to are qualified to give it. I have people give me relationship advice all the time. And, you know, they don't necessarily have successful relationships under their belt. So you want to always take the advice from a qualified individual.
1: I agree. And
0: I feel the team behind 10X Business Advisors are those people. So there's a lot of great tips and tricks and just ways of working, again, systems, processes, things that you can really implement now. And I think the best time to take a boot camp is right either before you're starting your business or right when you do, because you can eliminate so many mistakes.
1: You really can, and on top of that, it's the community. So you'd be surprised. Oftentimes, you think you're going to go just for the information, but you're going to meet somebody there that's going to help impact your life in a powerful way. By the way, I met Ryan at a 10X business boot camp. And we then we ultimately uh, joined another course from there. So you're going to be surprised uh, the caliber of people that are going to be there. So when you're at these boot camps, It's a next level. And and you will be definitely thanking yourself for just getting in the room. That's the number one thing Grant uh, likes to say is just get in the room because you don't know what you don't know. And there's things that you think you you don't know or there's things that you think, you know, that matters. And then there's things that you don't know that you need to know. And when you get in that room, you'll find out those things.
0: Absolutely. And I just actually posted something um, not too long ago that said it's the biggest and greatest thing in the world that has impacted my life and business the most has been surrounding myself with like minded people. And friends that want to see me win and friends that want to succeed and support me and push me and celebrate as well instead of feeling shameful of this big win because you go home to your neighborhood and you're talking to your neighbors and they're not winning the same. And they do not necessarily want to cheer you on either.
1: Yeah, you know, you're right. They say people want to see you do well. They just don't want to see you do better than them. (laughs)
0: exactly so i think that's the biggest difference a lot of people say well can i take this virtually can i do it virtually and sure you can is it the same experience absolutely not the information is the same the experience is not the same because you will meet all your new best friends being in this room of people all trying to be better So um, Charles Hopkins Tax would be the Instagram handle where they can find you. And do you mind if we allow our listeners to DM you for more information on 10X Business Advisor if they're interested?
1: Absolutely. Please DM me if you want more information on 10X Business Advisor. And I will send you a link where you can get your 10X Business Bootcamp. Uh, Matter of fact, um, I'll see if I can do anything special for you. So DM me. And I'll let you know what we can do to get you into the next 10X Business Advisor Workshop. Trust me, when you, uh, I was going to okay. say uh, real briefly, Warren Buffett has made the most money in the stock market than any other person in history. And they, people always ask him, hey, what's the best investment? Like, what investment made you the most money? What investment would you recommend I invest in? And the number one thing he always says is, the best investment that I ever did is in investment in myself. And so whenever he bought courses for him to learn how to be a better public speaker or courses for him to learn how to be a better person, that is the; those are the things he's attributes as his best investments. So your number one best investment, invest in yourself. Go to these courses and start to see what you can really do. A lot of people have never invested in themselves yet. Um, and for those who have, congrats. But for those who haven't, this is what it's about.
0: And this can be done before college. This can be done for anyone. This is not. And then there's also the real estate aspect. There's a lot of people in this world interested in real estate. And this group of individuals has a massive massive wealth of knowledge in the real estate division and getting your residual income and getting your side hustle in real estate started and truly knowing where and where you know the sweet spots are and multi units, you know and what size of complex to look at. And what to do in the real estate game, Uh, that seems to be one of the most secure Mm -hmm. assets that you can put your money into these days with the unknowns Mm -hmm. of the future and the unknowns of the stock market. So there's a lot of opportunity outside of boot camp that I want to say, but I do do love boot camp and I will continue to go. And I have done... Yeah, and I've done all of the expensive courses, you know, the six-figure deals. We've been there, done that, and I still go back to boot camp endlessly. So I will continue to do that a couple times a year. But thank you so much for your tax tips for the team and the 1099 contractors that are out there. I truly appreciate it. And again, 10X Business Advisors, but you can find Charles at Charles Hopkins Techs on Instagram. He's giving away free tips. He's always dropping some bombs. So we appreciate that. I see you, Charles, and I take notes on all of it. So thank you so much for joining us. I truly appreciate Uh, it.
1: It's truly an honor, Ryan. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And I look forward to hopefully coming back on here and sharing some more stuff one day.
0: Yeah. Next we're going to have to talk about how you plan for the year instead of, you know, this last minute oh, yeah. before we turn in our paper stuff. So maybe exactly. we can jump back on and talk about future planning, and planning how do that throughout the year. That'd be great. Awesome. Thank you so much, Charles. <laughs> yeah, it's such a, so fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can make it fun though. So thank you again. And we will see you on the other side. Thank you for joining us at the table of modeling success. I am your host, Ryan Donatelli, and you can find me on all social channels, mainly Instagram, LinkedIn, and RyanDonatelli.com. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe and meet us here every week where we will be discussing the actual happenings that no one wants to openly talk about talent in the entertainment industry.